When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Wise Men Say AV Club. And on a weekend where the Bundesliga returned to our screens, what better way to uh, whet the appetite for football than delve into some more football violence um, in the way of Danny Dyer showing us his real football factories. Uh, My name's Tom Walsh and I'm joined, as always, by Matthew Keeling. Hello. And uh, Craig Clark. Good evening. Uh, In episode uh, one of this, we previewed... we. Did a deep dive on the first three episodes of this uh, of this wonderful televisual event. So uh, for anyone for anyone who missed it, uh, here's what you've missed so far. Welcome to the real football factories, young men. Anger. That is nice. So you think, Carl? Trouble. This is the old bill. It's a tricky business. You have as much as a Rizzler paper, a treacle, Suicide Squad, Boozer. I'm fucked. Suicide Squad. Pleasure yeah, to meet you, son. You. Suicide Squad, Boozer. What's what he says? A naughty little firm. Being proud of your man. The nuts as in manner, naughty people. Deep, giving it a bigger. Just me head kicked in, bash me over the nut, and have it, alright? Pint of the local brew, and I was soon back to me usual self. Sunny Aberdeen, absolutely taters. Proper gear, I'd tear up with a nice bit of clobber on. The top dog can't get me nut round it at all. Friendly banner, the old bill, the old bill, getting nicked. All violence, trouble, thrill, smashing the gaffer. Rod Stewart, the boys' trouble with kicking, picked off in Luxembourg, or England, or English. Bottles, bricks, violence, banning orders, hooligans, your six months bird. I look nervous, don't feel it. This German firm. Treacle. Don't have it, don't have it. Let's go into Kick off hooligans. Uh, you know, your mob trouble. Football hooligans. You fighting. Diamond. Proper outfit. You know what I mean? 50 there, lock. He just charged up to having beers. A chair up. Be kicked, be punched. Banging trouble. Stamping on people. Naughty, very naughty. Proper. Kick off. A jolly up. A trouble. A football fighting. See you later. So, yes, uh, thank you for Will Jones on Twitter for putting together that amazing montage of uh, Danny Dyer's just just a wonderful TV performance and as I was saying we uh, in the f- first three episodes we uh, we covered uh, Danny went to the the bright lights of Ma- London Manchester and across the border to Scotland and we learned a few things along the way uh, including uh, how easy it is to infiltrate the Aberdeen hooligans uh, <laughs> where yeah. <laughs> wearing wearing normal clothes makes you a heter- uh, homosexual, according to people from Motherwell. <laughs> Man United uh, always brought numbers, no matter where they went. Uh, Danny Dyer loves a pink cardigan, and people in Burnley live in derelict houses. And... <laughs> 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 uh, 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 the last, the last three episodes is really the coup de gras of uh, the football factories. Uh, he's going to Yorkshire and then he's across to the Midlands. 
culminating in uh well it's kind of like our all our old friends get back together at the end as we preview as we as england go across any danny dyer ventures to the badlands of germany which gives you a little taster for his like international factories oh yeah oh, which uh, when i was coming uh, soon well, <laughs> you'll be pleased to know there's eight episodes, I think, oh, of that. Yes. Eight? Well, I was eight. I was stunned to see that, but when I, I noticed one of them come up on YouTube, it said, like, Croatia and Serbia, episode six of eight. Oh, and I was like, God. really? That is a lot. I, I really like the uh, international ones, uh, but I don't think, I don't know if I can handle it after six of these, the eight. same episode six <laughs> times. I think, we, I think we owe it to the <laughs> listeners to... To, to do it, uh, you know. Uh, there are some absolutely wild there moments are some in it. Lunatics on that one. Uh, you are like a genuinely terrifying. Like something people. else. Something else we learned um, just in the first three episodes of this one is Danny Dyer knows nothing about any town outside of London. That theme <laughs> continues yeah. as we'll soon find <laughs> out. I'm sure. <laughs> he forgets well, even more as we go on. <laughs> well, I think that. That's the perfect place to start. Then, well, we'll we'll start because uh, for some reason these are out of order on uh, on YouTube. So uh, we'll start hmm. we'll we'll start with uh, we'll go with Yorkshire. We'll start we're, with we're going to Yorkshire. Let me find the correct page in my yeah. book of notes. Yes, right Excellent. here we go. We'll start with this uh, this meaty slab of Yorkshire roast, which is uh, <laughs> <laughs> Danny Heddy. Heading up the M1 and then visiting. Um, so in the, yeah, so he goes to Yorkshire and he's going to uh, meet some a naughty, naughty bunch of lads uh, in Leeds, Sheffield, and Hull. And there's a wonderful uh, Mont. Also, a lot of Kaiser Chiefs playing. Yeah, it's <laughs> really annoying. The laziest bit of like music. It's like you've got Sheffield. Couldn't you have like played some pulp? Oh no, there's Arctic Monkeys as well. In yeah. This. Oh yeah, there <laughs> is. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Don't forget uh, Bradford are in this as well. I mean, they're pretty oh, naughty, as the we'll ointment. find out. Yeah. <laughs> and it also <laughs> means that we can regale people with stories of Bradford for the 47,000th <laughs> time on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was our real football factor. It was, it was, yeah. It's as close as we'll ever get. <laughs> Thank God we didn't meet the people that were in this, that's all I'll say. <laughs> no, because they really would have, like, <laughs> battered us. Yes. Exactly. It would have been no more mouthing off ever again. No, mouth no, so my coronavirus is popped out of that anyway, to be fair. So. Yeah. Oh, We've, in fairness, if we had got our heads filled in at uh, Bradford, we'd be playing this series like pretty straight of saying like, how realistic it <laughs> all is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, they're pretty on the money there. For, they're a naughty bunch in, uh, in Bradford. <laughs> but this episode starts with, uh, as always, uh, a history lesson, but also a montage of uh, people having... Um, Football, football riots, and there's a wonderful bit where a quite uh, rotund man uh, <laughs> lo- looks a bit like Nigel out of EastEnders way back when. He uh, has a fresh air oh, swing yeah. at someone on a pitch somewhere, and then promptly just runs off after he misses. <laughs> but as w- as we've got to used to these episodes, yeah, Danny likes to take us. Um, Give us a little history lesson, a crash course of why football violence exists, because this will be now the fourth time he's told us that it's due to industry collapsing and uh, <laughs> disaffected youth with <laughs> young and men with nothing to do. I'm sure there's a bit of Thatcher in at least one of these episodes as well. Yeah. Oh, well, that's... that's Is that uh, come later, I think? I think that's England where yes. they rile against Thatcher and the, the government... 
What I like is, though, that there's lots of moments that cross-reference between the episodes where you might get, for instance, in one of these, Aberdeen goes somewhere for a friendly or Burnley have played someone, and at no point at any of these moments like where you've got you've talked to people from all of these different places, but you never bring them into each other. It's as if they stand in silos. Like, you can't yeah. talk about the Burnley episode in the Leeds episode. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, maybe you should, Danny. It would make it a lot more interesting, and not like you've just thrown this together in like half an hour. Right. And I'd, I'd Yorkshire to... ends. We can't. We can't talk about Burnley in Yorkshire. We've got. To do it. Oh my god, our minds will be blown. I'd love to think it's the, uh, how how like what type of like span the uh, film this over because I feel like Danny Dyer did this in about four days. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. Uh, because That's all the budget would stretch to. They could they got some good offer on train tickets or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got we a start... weekly pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Student rail card fraudulently. <laughs> yeah, of we he starts off because the bit the big dogs in the uh in Yorkshire is obviously Leeds. Obviously oh, the yeah. lads of Sheffield would uh would disagree. But the Leeds service crew, um <sighs> Top of the arrest league, a double yeah. of any any firm in the country. Which Danny seems again just so like taken <laughs> aback by and so like overawed at this. Yeah. And it ha- he, as he describes it, it adds to the mystique of going to a game at Leeds. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know about you, but that's what I would have thought about going to Welland Road. Like, yeah, the mystique of lots of rests and banning orders. <laughs> <laughs> But what for one person the mystique is not lost. It's uh, Dean Ashfield, <laughs> yeah. one of uh, the lead service crew's uh, <clears throat> top boys, or oh, you know, they're always former top boys. They can't go within about hundred yards of Ellen Road without getting put in prison or something. Oh no, he's allowed to go. He's allowed quite close to the stadium because he looks at that plaque, which we might be able to talk about. Yeah, later. he does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. which is just a really crap moment in the film. Uh, the way it's, the editing's done. So. Talk about that in a bit, but, but we he, get uh, a mention as well, don't we? Sunderland. Yes. yes. Uh, well, it sounds it, it sounds like uh, the old uh, Seaburn Casuals took it to the service crew because he it said does. he got filled in by mm. uh, after attacking a, a Sunderland bus. But again, he's nice one, one of these hooligans. And there was this bald gentleman. With the, uh, <laughs> but this made me wonder: is plastic chair? Again, but I think. <laughs> yeah, well, there's plenty of those in another episode, but uh, Sunderland, Borough, and Newcastle all get mentions in uh, these three episodes, and you think, well, yeah. why didn't why didn't we get an episode? Yeah, why didn't we get one? Hull get a bloody mention. Bradford, Hull, yeah, Hull you know what I mean? Shitty Hull, strange to be honest, very annoying. Well, Middlesbrough are mentioned loads yeah, like throughout yeah, the series. They are. And it's, they're never mentioned. Oh, like, they're never, like... They could have got, like, I don't know, some fat smoggy to be a yeah. talking head, talking I'd love blob. to see Danny walking around, like, streets where Ayrson Parker used to be, <laughs> for instance. <laughs> Trying to find it because no one's told him they've moved. <laughs> He's really confused. <laughs> although, it's a naughty little manner. <laughs> although... Going off his knowledge of like the British Isles, he probably thinks like Middlesbrough's just like like a signpost, or it does, it's not actually a place. It's just <laughs> yeah, like it's this tiny village, business park, or something. <laughs> he thinks it's so one of these places fish. Leeds went to on one of their European tours. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll go back to Dean Ashfield. Oh, sorry, the, Dean. Yes. Uh, the the Leeds contingent of this, and he said, the good old days when you could have a ruck at football, and he 
said it in a slightly whimsical, like <laughs> tear in his eye. That you know, it's another one. It's like, oh, it, the the CCTV's ruined football for everyone. It's like, no, it hasn't it ruined hasn't. football. It's made no, it's, like it's people like me can go to football and not get battered by someone <laughs> like you. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to fear this anymore. <laughs> you and your Von Dutch cap. Yeah, I really don't. Oh like yes. Him. I'm not a fan of this guy. He just comes across as a dick. Right? Yeah, when he's talking about the Sunderland thing and he's on about, like, th- this is what he seems to miss. Loads of little divs throwing bricks at the coaches. Yes, those <laughs> those starry-eyed about those good old days of bricks going through windows. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, those are the days, really, weren't they? Oh, uh, yeah. You still get that at Middlesbrough, actually. So, really, yeah, they should you... have had Middlesbrough on this. Really, yeah, they yeah, should. Yeah, do still get that. Um... And and also, this gave an opportunity to go through, like, there's a big section on Leeds and Mm. their history of, they were the first Mm. team to properly go away. And uh, there's a very, there's a nice uh, footage of when they go to Bournemouth. And it's, uh, (laughs) oh yeah, (laughs) on the final final day of the season, uh, I think it's in the, the very, like the early 90s, maybe 1990. And uh, they need a point to go to go up, so everyone goes down there on a <laughs> on a Maybank holiday, and uh, 10, essentially, apparently. Ten, yeah, that's a lot of people, <laughs> and essentially <laughs> just was... set Bournemouth on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sleepy town of Bournemouth. Was it was was the line on the news on it? Was it this one where it said? They couldn't. They would no longer play games on a bank holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was it. Uh, yeah, no, they no, no longer no longer play games on bank holidays in seaside resorts. At all. <laughs> yeah, involving Leeds. That's it. You've fucked it, lads. Like you've really ruined it for everyone yeah. now, haven't you? Well, see, the, but Dan was... Uh, oh, sorry, Deed was very happy about the thing. And he's just saying off like th- like things off the cuff, like, oh, the pub ran out of beer, so we burnt it down. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> yeah, try to set fire, like, oh, try to set fire nice. to the pier. Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. What? What, what was he no, doing to try and set fire why, why did you do that? Like, what have I you, want to know more about the what logistics. Have you, what, what have you done that for? Like, in order to set fire at the P, you must have to be on it, which means you can't get off it. Like, yeah. You, no, you may have just tipped lots of, say, petrol or some of the flam- flammable all over the P and then walked back and no, struck no, a match no, to try yeah. and light it. Uh, I don't know. I've just got I, a, like, I, a really, like, I want to image know of him trying to do that now. Like, yeah, just it. trying to get, like, with a lighter, stood trying to set fire to concrete. He, de- <laughs> he definitely <laughs> would have been at the end of the pier, though, like you say, and trapped himself on a little pier <laughs> yeah, island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <This is> stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like him. He really wound me up. He had no character, come across did he? As he didn't a, have any, a, like... Nah, just come across Some of the like others have got some real character, and he's just got... He's just a very Leeds-based yeah, man. Yeah. He's like, like an arsehole, mm. isn't he, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, as he said, the, the streets made him the fighting man that he is today, and that yeah. he's, his brothers battered him every single day. And it was oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the brothers, yeah. Well, you're a dick, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. kicking yeah. the fuck <laughs> out of him. Fair play to them, really. I, I <laughs> Danny describes Leeds as a deepest, darkest Yorkshire as a result of these <laughs> comments. So, mate, it's a massive, thriving city. <laughs> yeah, it's. Pro- Multiple it's probably universities. One of, one of the richest cities outside of London in the UK, yeah. I imagine. Uh, I don't know. What, in 2006, I mean, I guess it was a little bit... It wasn't as good as it is now, but still really no. good. Still had three universities. Deepest and darkest? No, <laughs> probably not, actually. 
<laughs> but then, obviously, he leaves... Well, he does actually go into deepest, darkest Yorkshire when he goes to Hull. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good yeah. point, actually. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so Danny's on the... So he's left Leeds. He's left the uh, the massive hooligan stories of burning down piers and whatnot. And he go, gets the train to Hull, and he's really, like... Uh, He's really excited about it because oh, it's also a, a whole lead game that he's going yes, to. Yeah, yes. and he's and uh, he's really like he, he's at first he's really excited, and as the train gets nearer to Hull, he's like, oh, this is this is bad. It's like, and again, he's like a bit like Burnley. He he has no idea what uh, Hull is like, um, and he, no. in his own words. <laughs> he's he's expecting a right small town in the middle of nowhere with northerners running around ripping lumps out of each other and it's like again this was like city of culture like a couple of years after that yeah it, well it's, it's, it, like, whole, it's like it's like a massive port like yeah. how does he not know like he talks as if he's never even heard of it well because like, for him he's such a- stepping outside of his manor He's like the classic Londoner, isn't he? He is. Yeah. He's not like, been north of the Watford from, Gap until this programme. Like was the way made. he talks about these places, like he's from Canning Town. Eh? Like, <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Like, he is from the the, the depths of, of East London. It, like, yeah. I think for me, what you really get an idea of what he's about when he says that this 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 image that he's basically made up <laughs> himself <laughs> gives him a sense of the reality of the danger he's in. Yeah. <laughs> and like in the other episodes, as I'm sure Tom's about to reveal, how much danger was he in, Tom? Uh, well, not not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. In fact, I'd probably say less than zero. Well, this Leeds, yeah. this, this whole Leeds game is just a game. Yeah, why is he... Yeah. Like, it's, it's just a championship game. He builds it up. He's building it up. He's like, it's like this big rivalry. He does this on multiple occasions in this show, and it's like... When has Hull Leeds ever been a big rivalry? <laughs> uh, to to be fair, Hull Leeds is a thing. Like, is it? Yeah, it is a thing. Oh, it is God, a, it we're is worse a derby. than Dyer. We because know it, nothing. Yeah, well, I know. Uh, to me, again, they're knowing nothing on a podcast. <laughs> it's because, like, <laughs> it's like Hull don't have any rivals, so it's just uh, Leeds. Is that because it's a, right. a no-mark town in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> Was well, Danny actually right? <laughs> well... I wouldn't say it's like an enormous because I don't know who Hull's rivals are supposed to be like Scunthorpe, Grimsby, yeah, like exactly. So, and then like Leeds is like the next big city along, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I suppose. Uh, yeah, uh, well, lots of people hate Leeds, I guess, including like oh, teams yeah. that are nowhere, including teams in Turkey, <laughs> for instance. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, uh, do we? Uh, Oh no, we'll come back. It goes back, I think. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that in a moment. Uh, but he goes to Hull to meet uh, Sean uh, Sean Tardoff of the oh, yeah. Hull, of the uh, beautifully named uh, Hull City Psychos. <laughs> yeah, I've got it down here that he looks like either Kevin Kilban in fifteen <laughs> twenty years or John Inverdale. He does look like John Inverdale, yeah. Certainly yeah. doesn't look like a man who's going to kick someone's head in. No, well, he isn't because there was no danger at all. Well, yeah, but Danny was worried that anything was going to happen to his railings or his, his boat. His railings, and he can never get his nut around are, these names. Why are they what was he hit, talking about? Why are they going to hit him? Oh yeah, the whole city cycles. He was worried about he, he couldn't get his nut around the names of these uh, firms, could he? Yeah, that was it. But, well, why do they call themselves cycles, Danny? They like to fight. What do you think the uh, the reasoning could be behind that name? Why has Danny got ginger hair in this, by the way, as well? 
Yeah, he's got some weird highlights in this. Yeah, it makes you wonder, because in the first episode, it makes you wonder if it wasn't filmed in the order that it's shown, because in the first episode he had these terrible blonde highlights, and it makes you wonder yes. if these went wrong initially. And yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, you've got to think about the geography of his four-day trip. <laughs> what order would he have done it in? Well, if he was doing it himself in any random order whatsoever, because he doesn't yeah. know where anything is. Well, he went, we know he finished in Scotland because he went from meeting uh, the prog rock artist yes. straight back to London. He yes. finished. Yeah. That was his that final destination. Oh, yeah. then, he, then he probably flew to Germany from London yeah. uh, as a separate... Because you can only fly to thing. Germany from London because that's the only place with an airport in the United Kingdom, according to Danny Dye. <laughs> well, that, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Anyway, uh, But when he, get, but when he gets off, off the trade in, uh, in Hull... He doesn't. I, I, it's this episode where I realise he's not met the majority of these who no. are no. the interview. He no. Because he doesn't meet this Sean Tardoff <clears throat> guy who's telling no. you about the whole city psychos. So essentially, no. what, what he does is get off, go and watch a championship game, and he comes out the station thinking he's going to get stabbed. And then <laughs> the whole city psychos he seems to be around, all of them look about 14. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. I don't know if that's just him walking to a ground and these little kids have like latched on because he was in Football Factory. And they saw like a camera. But he did. did, Oh, someone's filming. He did make it to the ground unscathed though. He did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, his his boat and his railings are both (laughs) safe. His railings were intact. Safe, safe, yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. Love also, there's, there's a nice bit where uh, Sean Tardoff um, explains how, like, people meet up at England games and, like, swap numbers and then do yeah. that. And I, th- yeah. I thought, oh, that's, that's quite cute in a way. No. Quite sweet. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you missed the most important thing, Tom. He describes this swapping of email addresses and phone numbers as things being quite sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can tell he's a man of eighties meetups. You know what I mean? He's like he hasn't got his head round like BlackBerry phones or whatever they had in two thousand and six. Oh, it'd have been Nokia's, wouldn't it? I would have loved. I would have loved to see those like email like uh, subject lines. <laughs> I want to see. I would. Li- I would like to see the email address. Hull City Cycles at gmail dot com. <laughs> no, I'd be at aol and like. It, what it turns out, it wasn't the CCTV that was the problem after all. It was a very <laughs> simple case of monitoring really obvious email addresses. <laughs> yeah, they're going to meet up in this field here. Uh, how do you know? Uh, how do you know, Gov? Uh, yeah, they've sent an email there, and it, uh, oh, it's not right. protected. Well, yeah. Hello at the lead service crew have sent an email <laughs> to, to reception at wholecitycycles.com. I tell you. I, I, t- I tell you what, just going on a tangent here. If we can find it, we really need to. Um, we really need to review uh, BBC Three's. It was called. Uh, oh, it was yes. something like Football Fight Club. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And there was a lad from Berry on it. That was, oh, on a few, was. That was about four years ago. That. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Because there's a fantastic bit in it where these two Man City fans uh, driving around Stockport looking for West Ham, and he just re- <laughs> he answers the phone. And he goes, "Hello, is that West Ham?" <laughs> <laughs> West, oh this is God. it. This is West Ham United. Yeah. Was Danny Dyer on the other end of the oh, phone? Lost. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, it was hilarious. But um, if remember, we can find yeah, that, we need to find that. Yeah. We'll, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll go through that. that out. Yeah. Um, so 
we, uh, from Hull, <laughs> from Hull. Obviously, this Leeds Hull <laughs> game is another example of just excellent police work. Yeah, uh, it's all Bill that runs. Nothing things, happens. Yeah. Yeah. And they designed a stadium, which means the fans can't meet. So yeah, it's an impenetrable fortress. So rendering really his happened. trip totally pointless. <laughs> yeah, he's gone to a really shit match. Yeah, Hull versus Leeds in two thousand six. Just we've like, got yeah. to look that up. We've got to look up that and see who was playing. Uh, it's a, it's yeah. absolutely got, insane. If, yeah. if it's so no, it wouldn't have been the year. Simon Grayson, man. Oh no, is it too? Uh, oh yeah. no. We'll well, have to, well, while you we'll look tweeted that up, out maybe or something. Yeah. yeah. While one of us looks that up, uh, Danny's going from the East Riding of Yorkshire to uh, South Yorkshire and to Sheffield, and now yes. kicking some Arctic monkeys because yeah. he's <laughs> he's meet, <laughs> he's meeting both sides of the divide. And the first person person he meets is uh, yes. uh, Dougie Naylor from Owls, never, Owls Crime Squad. Never has a man looked more <laughs> like his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if you if yes. you if you were given the name Dougie Naylor and asked to draw him, you would draw that man. <laughs> you draw. I mean, I love Dougie Naylor, and I also love that they called the Owls Crime Squad. Uh-huh. Crime Squad. If I mean, if you're gonna have any subtlety to your uh, your hooligan firm, it's like, why have I been nicked? Because you're in something called the Crime Squad. <laughs> Oh my god! These names are really not very good, are they? No, they they're need, just they... really not good. I mean, at least the uh, the Burn- what the Burnley Suicide Squad took it from. That was great. As, yeah, from Lebanon in 1983, where they saw suicide bombers. It's like that's right, amazing. Okay, that. And then like stuff like what we get onto in the Midlands, they've got some pretty creative names, but yeah. all the Yorkshire ones are really, really crap. Uh, well, would you expect anything less from someone called Dougie Naylor? Than <laughs> I love Dougie Naylor. Like, but, I really love so him. So would you say he's your favourite one in the whole... No, that's yet to come. Yeah, we have to go yeah, to the Midlands yeah. for my favourites, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Dougie's up there, though. He's top five. Oh, well, that's it. Champions League for him. For yeah. the uh, for the benefits of the listener, uh, Dougie Le- Naylor just looks like a thinner Mickey Flanagan. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. so if someone asks you to draw thin Mickey... So, sorry, Dougie Naylor, that's what you would draw. That gives people a really good idea, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, actually, no, just drawing for yourself, and I bet you... Yeah. Who are, Whoever submits fact, the best, Dougie Naylor. Yeah. yeah. Gets the meat, Dougie Naylor, for Wh- a pint. Wins, gets, <laughs> gets a punch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'll, I'll, anyone who's listening to this pod... Um, if you could draw your best impersonation of Dougie Naylor and send it to Wiseman Say on Twitter, and we'll uh, we'll pick the best one, and then we'll send him around your house to bat you. <laughs> I mean, and I love when I love when Dougie's like going through his list of war wounds. By the mm. way, sounds like a footballer who's had an injury ravaged career, but like <laughs> yeah. really horrible injuries, <laughs> like really nasty ones. Oh, that that would bad <laughs> that one. I was, well, uh, just, yeah, I was well, laughing at the one who was like, oh, did me knee at Burnley. Again. Yeah, that was it. That was when I started thinking, oh, <laughs> so you're basically like, uh, I don't know, like uh, Darren Anderton, because he had loads of injuries. <laughs> <laughs> well, Danny takes the... Uh, sorry, go on, Matt. No, sorry, it's just when, it, when he says that he, he's got, like, steel now in his fists. Yeah, then he starts braining a punch bag. Yeah, this is probably the strongest <laughs> bone in my body now. Cut to him punching a punch bag. aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> well, quite apt for the, uh, the Steel City, city of, course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Oh yeah, nice, poetic. So Danny, Danny actually meets Dougie Naylor and all these pals in the uh, the Travellers Pub, which I thought I'd been in it at some point in my life, but alas, I haven't. It's now a Sainsbury's. Um, oh. 
Um, but he keeps going on how, like, not only... I think, because Danny says the word naughty so much, they oh. start repeating it. Yeah. They goes, we've got, like, this is the naughtiest firm in Yorkshire, or, like, yeah. in the UK. And then and then we also have another character that's not... Uh, who Graham Thompson just pipes up, who Love keeps him. saying how much he hates the police, yeah. and, <laughs> and how Sheff- Sheffield United didn't have a firm, which is wrong. Yeah, which, <laughs> which is <laughs> just wrong, yeah. Don't like him either. Wednesday have always run Sheffield. He, he says that lots of times. And uh, I like how these two men are very sort of like kind of proud about the fact that like Graham's been knocking about since the 1960s. Uh, Dougie, he's, to be fair, Dougie, like he's got a great set of hair for a man in his 40s. He has. Yeah, he does actually. Uh, but like, like, I mean, Graham is an absolute lunatic. I, I, I mean, Dougie is clearly, but Graham's definitely... I could have seen him like actually. This is the one time where one of the times where you think he could have clipped Danny like in this circumstance in yeah. the pub. Like he just he's really revved up, piping up all the time. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, he's like really revved up. Um, and yeah, th- those two have been doing this hooliganism stuff. Like you know that guy in uh, the Everton guys. Like oh yeah, yeah, I was doing me GCSEs, mate. Isn't the time you've grown up? No one's no one's told that a Dougie yet, have they? No, no. And if no, he does, no, that no, he wouldn't care. I think he'd still do it. No, he'd look. Well, he'd, he'd be, be proud. Like, his hero, Graham. He'd just keep doing it, like. <laughs> despite Sheffield United claiming about, sorry, uh, like uh, despite Graham claiming that uh, Sheffield United didn't have a, a like a firm, unfortunately for mm. him they do because yeah, they're they called do. Yeah. the Blades Business Crew, another, BBC. Another, yeah, gonna go to an expo the and the BBC uh, conference. Of, yeah, <laughs> the, the Google Google Meet. That's where you they were like, technologically like advanced, weren't they? Yeah. We meet, uh, is it called Steve, Steve Cowan, I've got down here? Yeah. Who, oh, uh, by the way, when he leaves Wednesday, though, when he leaves the pub, I really liked how Danny is just walking around with his pint in the street. Yeah. That, <laughs> I loved that, just before we segue to United, with, yeah, Steve Cowan's. But he claims, this, well, this is the thing that goes very against what Graham Thompson's just said, because he says the United run the show in Sheffield. It's funny about it, isn't it, that he would say yeah, that? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a bit of an odd one. And then... Then he, uh, then we go on to the derbies between the two teams. Which, uh, well, the thing is, Steve. At first, he says he doesn't really like the use of petrol bombs, but then keeps <laughs> laughing every time that they mention it. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> and then, uh. <laughs> but then he's like he's like a modern day or like the uh, the equivalent of Harris in the actual film. Yeah, because because yeah. he got the register. They go, yeah, he's got a register going on the trip, <laughs> the the big day out to the Rico Arena at Coventry. Oh, Danny calls the it Rico. the Rico. Yes. He oh calls it the Rico, Coventry's Rico Stadium. But he goes, <laughs> and he goes, um, Sheffield have gone on an, away ga- on, an, on an away day to the city of Coventry where they will play Coventry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Well done. Oh, Correct from the away. will. <laughs> and then when he's on about when they're on their away bus, uh, Danny's like their their behaviours alerted the police, and it's like no, it didn't, Danny, because as you immediately see after that, the stand then they get escorted to the ground, which is standard procedure for all fans. Yeah. So their behaviour hasn't attracted anyone. It is yeah. literally a standard police escort. Yeah. That yeah. All away buses get. And you it's absolute Michael Arena. <laughs> it's like when he says Hybian as well. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, no. and he just yeah. says it completely wrong. 
I love how again this is another example. I mean, we've seen Coventry fans pretty lunatic, the, the, yeah. the, the, a bit you know off it. There's no Coventry in the Midlands one. No, well, he goes on an away no, trip no, with the Raikou. Well, in, Danny put them in the Yorkshire. <laughs> one. Yeah, that's true. Danny's not there, is he? Danny's not on that bus. No, no wasn't way part of his four-day trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his weekly pass had ran out by that. <laughs> Maybe he didn't but want he... to get on the hourly service back after the game, to be fair to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate God, that yeah. place. Yeah. Well, he, although Danny does go and meet uh, the head of, well, Steve Cowan from the BBC, who's yeah. uh, coaching really game. professional, doesn't it? it yeah. Great. Wait, does it? <laughs> Maybe that's uh, why they did yeah. it. That's yeah. why your licence fee goes. Yeah, yeah. But he goes to meet them because he, he's managing a Sunday league team and Danny's not oh, happy yeah. about getting his trainers oh, ruined. The northern <laughs> mud. The northern <laughs> mud. The northern <laughs> mud. Which is obviously muddier than London mud. Well, yeah, it's northern yeah, mud. That's what I mean. Yeah. Proper mud. Oh, actually, gravy. Proper mud. Yeah, <laughs> it's pistol. There's a. <laughs> This amazing bit where he goes to him. It's like, oh yeah, I used to play Sunday League, but it just used to kick off every week. Yeah, yeah no, it didn't. Not it were you, it didn't. You little weasel. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it's another one of these things where he goes, I just feel sorry for the youth today. They just can't, they just can't do anything. It's like, oh god, <laughs> stop they can, it. They can go to the football normal, yeah. normal. To be honest, beings. in two thousand and six, mate, there's a lot of things young people can do. Yeah. Lots of things. Yeah. Get smoking doors. <laughs> yeah. For a good year. For a good oh, there's year. a lot of that in the Midlands, by the way. <laughs> oh, Lots yes. of smoking <laughs> doors in the Midlands. Well, Danny also goes to Sheffield United versus Leeds, where he's like getting really hyped up for something that never happens. <laughs> yeah, another example of that. <laughs> and that, that one, actually, you did get the sense. You know, in the past, probably had it, probably still has edge to it yeah. as well, that game. Yeah. Not on this occasion, though. Is Sean Angel one of these people? Yeah, I was going to get. I was just about to get onto him, Sean Angel. Oh yeah, he, we, well, Cowens has got his northern scum hat on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love that. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sean Angel, he's he's one of these that goes. He got arrested once, and they said enough is enough. That was. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was against the whole principle of this entire series. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. Whoa, whoa, like, you don't want to be ending up in prison. Yeah, well, he goes, you'd have to be an idiot to do that. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Well, like, I know. What, what did like, you think was What was the end game here, doing yeah. this? Oh, but no, you, I've been arrested. This wasn't supposed to happen. He also went... The thing is, though, he, he got about as well because he's got pictures of himself at a Celtic game. Celtic oh, game, yeah, yeah, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also looks a little bit like Brock Lesnar, I thought. Yeah, he did a bit. For a better comparison. I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but he looked. he did look pretty, like... You know, you wouldn't want to cross him, except he wouldn't touch you now because he doesn't want to go to prison. So, no, nah. right. he's also a nice little cameo at the end through the the Bradford City ointment. I know, that's a really good name. That's the yeah. best that's, that's name. That's a good name, yeah. and that's it's creative. also Bradford. The, it's like a big medical place, isn't it? Yeah, it's got the museum as well. Museum yeah. of Medicines in Bradford. So, I, and these wow. that's good. Are, that actually, well done. Fair I also, play. I'm a big big fan of what they say where they're like. Well, it's just what lads do, isn't it? Yeah. Just what lads yeah. do, is it? I mean, <laughs> well, like Bradford, for a small maybe. section of the population, maybe, yeah. 
Well, there's a nice crossover in this section because Bradford uh, played Aberdeen in that's a. That's the uh, one, yeah. Yeah, yes. in a friendly. And what would it. Well, if there'd been any depth to this series, yeah. we could have got the Aberdeen hooligans, hopefully the guy with flowing locks, yes, <laughs> to, speak, to speak him. about this Bradford game. But. No, they didn't draw do enough research to actually draw links, do interesting <laughs> interviews, cross references. They're just these weird standalone things that Danny is sometimes in a room with a hard <laughs> yeah, man. They only had three hours of Danny Dyer's time. So yeah, <laughs> enough time for a quick pint. That's about it, really. Oh, uh, well, there's also a little, uh, well. Do we want to do about uh, Dean Ashfield's uh, kind of like poignant uh, standing at the plaque outside Ellen yeah, Road? Yeah, yeah, we should probably talk about Turkey. Yeah, that was genuinely horrible. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was but really bad. It's one of these. It's one of these things where it's all glorified, and, this, and then someone, yeah. at, two people, literally die. And it's and like someone dies in another one. I think they I were. Can't remember. They were caught. Yeah. They were just caught up in it as well, weren't they? The, yeah, they yeah. weren't even hooligans. Yeah. It's just I don't know, it, it, but it's not like it's not. You think like people like that would say, "Oh, maybe what we're doing is actually bad." Maybe yeah. in this like yeah. reign of terror we yeah. have across like Europe, maybe. We're maybe the ones to blame, especially because they weren't involved. Like, like, like some yeah. lad, two lads do. I don't know, just w- like walking about, have died. And yeah. we're still continuing to do this hooligan thing. And I'm sure, I'm sure in the great terrible really, the great editing of this program as well. I'm sure when he's been looking at the um, at the plaque, the cut to the next place has followed. Like you know, it's just maybe kind of poignant moment and uh, it's followed by this like really jaunty kind of like <laughs> indie slash kind of slightly upbeat <laughs> punky indie track and you're like yep that's this programme all over yeah. isn't it badly <laughs> researched <laughs> badly edited <laughs> but like just like after that just Danny leaves the last pa- portion of this oh, uh, show on a cliffhanger because he yeah, says that's great he goes after the break we're going to f- find who is the like he's been all around Yorkshire and he's like who is the biggest firm what is the naughtiest firm <laughs> and so yeah. it, it comes back to it is it the uh, the service crew of Leeds the ointment of Bradford the BBC of Sheffield and it goes no actually the biggest firm in this part of the world is South Yorkshire Police <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he call them the SYPD? The SYPD. It's like the SYPD. Yeah. We're not in America, mate. <laughs> but he also Green Street he, Two. He um, he kind of Christ. insinuates. It's like if you want to be in a proper like a big firm, join the police. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> if you a want big, to kick fuck out of people. Go like, out in the eighties and kick miners in. Rec- this program's just a big recruitment drive for the police. It is. Isn't it, it really it's like is. when Bart joins the band. Ivan <laughs> in the Auge. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, it's a bit. Yeah, it's just. I just couldn't believe wow. that at the end. It's just Superb. like. So maybe if you want to have a proper rock, maybe you should join the police. That's, That's not what, what you join the police for. What? You're supposed to stop rocks. No, but as he points out, though, the links back to the miners and stuff back to the 80s, this is a particularly hardened police force and collapsed industry. So he's even, re- he's, uh, even he's even applied collapsed industry to the police now. Yeah, <laughs> they were part of the collapsed industry. If you want to collapse an industry, join the SYPD. <laughs> <laughs> what the well, fuck, and that, Danny? And that brings us um, neatly to an end of our uh, trip, to, Danny's trip to Yorkshire um, yeah. after the break. 
we're heading to the Midlands for an incredibly packed episode. Yeah. <laughs> but my favourite, I think. Yeah, I can't yeah, wait for so, this. Uh, see you after the break. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Kevin Kyle, and you're listening to the Wise Men Say podcast. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say AV Club, where we're on our... Well, we're entering episode five of our deep dive into Danny Dyer's Real Football Factories. But before we head to the Midlands <laughs> with our beloved Danny, uh, we've got a few... <laughs> we've got a few plugs for you. Obviously, uh, uh, from the terraces are back open, or opening soon. Um, and if you want to look much better than Danny Dyer, uh, pick yourself out some uh, lovely gear, and you can sit in your house and watch the Bundesliga while wearing it. Um, <laughs> who else we got? Oh, Dave Wright's caricatures. If you want, like a nice caricature of stuff, like a calendar. Does he do calendars? Yeah, I don't know. I've not, re- probably I've not, not researched probably, this. Probably not. No point buying one in May. But oh, what? why not? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> calendars come in handy at any time. Stop trying to undermine this plug, Matthew. <laughs> why would you buy that? <laughs> Buy Mark's one, brewery are selling beer as well. You can go there for some beer. Why would you want that so you, in there? You can get a right mix of stuff here. You can get a caricature of yourself. Drinking a beer. Eating you clover <laughs> while you're drinking Max and beer. In, yeah, in May. So, there you go. In um, May, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I shout out to the Saltgrass who kept me supplied with some of my beer over the last couple of weeks. Um, for free? Got, That's kind of Yeah, nice well, though. no, I've got to buy it, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully free from now on. The, um, the, yeah, uh, yeah nice. the... They've got a lot of tiny rebel stuff in, um, and they're selling it. That in. doesn't sound like uh, Maxim Brewery. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't care. It's nice, and I'm joking, man. You div. Well, I'm going to put a brick through your bus window. Well, <laughs> no, that doesn't happen anymore because CCTV's ruined it. Ah, uh, your emails. Yeah. Anyway, go to Saltgrass and buy yourself <laughs> some Club Tropicana for uh, six pounds. Yeah, here. lovely beer. That one of my personal favourites. Uh, Pop Rex have been doing stuff yeah, as Pop well, Rex. haven't they? Yeah, yes. just buy things from them. Yeah, because they're nice. And like send you, yeah. Yeah. They and might send, send you a personalised note like they did with Rory. Yeah. Like you're, you're calling him a mag. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst other things. Amongst other things. 
Uh, right, let's get back to uh, Danny Dyer, and it's, now he's heading to the Midlands. And oh. as we know, it's a it's a jam jam packed full of football teams, and that means more firms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to he- uh, Tom as the race issue episode yeah, as yeah, well. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> this is where Danny Dyer tackles racism. And, uh, as oh we've already found, he's already talked about this with the black people of London that he talks to, like Cass Pennant. But again, there is no reference to the fact that <laughs> no. he's already talked about... Well, they also go on about how multicultural the Midlands is, as if London isn't the single most <laughs> multicultural place on earth. <laughs> right, right that's, that's my bit over. <laughs> there's, another, um, there's another crossover in this as well. I know we haven't done the intros to the characters, but well, actually, I'll wait till you've done that, Tom, and I'll shout yeah. out uh, what it is. Well, yeah. there's, a, there's, a wonderful, there's a wonderful element to start this. It's like, the stereotypical hooligan is a racist, but <laughs> is that true? Yes. <laughs> is that true? That in, is that true in well. the Midlands? <laughs> yeah, love this. <laughs> we should also uh, also note that in there's a one in the uh, the England episode where it's just someone doing a lot of Zeke Heil salute. So yes, oh, yes, yeah, right. it, it, it is true. Yeah. And the Zeke Heil is mentioned in this as well. Yeah, uh, in this episode. Well, there's a lot of. Uh, this this is uh, this is over a montage of like Enoch <laughs> Powell's speeches. Oh yeah. And the, and then a lot of uh, then it's just like um, there's a massive crash course in how uh, in the racial divide in Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's it's really uh, really informative stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is where I go for my history lessons on right wing politics in England. Danny Dyer's real football factories. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, like where where else could like a young impressionable male? get such uh, such high quality like opinions on the racial divide in this country than with football hooligans so but the thing um, is the birmingham mm. one it's all about bringing all races together in the common goal of kicking the fuck out of someone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i've also got down here where I, i've got this in early right so i'm going to mention it and see if anyone can remember who said this all I wanted to be as a child was a hooligan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know who said it. Danny Dyer. <laughs> and I failed. <laughs> well, right. we have. The, there's a bit of like. Uh, there's a lot of talking heads in this thing. Yeah, and there the, is. Uh, the first person we're kind of introduced to is a place. Is a fellow called David George, who looks like. To be honest, he looks like a pretty like respectable bloke, like yeah. quite eloquent yeah. and he's all very that. Very erudite, isn't he? Yeah. And, uh, he's got very softly spoken. It, yeah, but he, he loves he loves kicking but he loves people. Fights. Yeah, <laughs> loves it. And this is when we're introduced to the uh, the zoo, the famous Zulu's firm of Birmingham, yeah. which um, if oh, you're not familiar yes. with that, it's a well. It's, the difference is it was it was like the Zulus were just like all kind of races in yeah. in yeah. a football hooligan firm where they were normal, just like normally just like white males, white shaved headed potentially yeah. Nazi males. And there's actually a good... This actual section, I think, is actually quite good because it, it brings... It, there's a good, like, kind of uh, description of, like, the skinhead culture, the two-toned mm, culture, mm, and how mm. that kind yeah, of, like, quite good. melded together. Mm. So I felt that was <laughs> quite well done until Danny Dyer goes yeah. into a pub <laughs> yeah. full of... Full of Zulus <laughs> and they're all chanting. They're all chanting Zulu, Zulus, and then he comes out with, "Now I know how Michael Caine felt." Yes. 
Oh man, this is so that's my favourite part. I love it. Oh my god. I, there's a lot of film references in this one because oh, as we discover, David George is a filmmaker and yes. building well, yeah. you up to this, well, it tells you that, uh, that um, it's a bit like Braveheart. And he also says later, and I've got to find this, because it, it's one of my, my favourite bits is where he talks about us like Platoon and Saving Private Ryan, but without the bullets. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of a, nothing like it. Then. So nothing like those two things, <laughs> really. but yeah, and he gets Michael Caine in there, Danny, because he obviously thinks he's the next Michael Caine. I well, guess. He, he, well, he's he's a well, he's a cross between him and having done Pinter. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we do also get a go from uh, Danny uh, Michael Caine, Braveheart, to such characters as Ginger Moss and One Eye Baz. Well, one eye, <laughs> there he is. One Eye, right? One, one Eye Baz is uh, the crossover. Is another episode of Danny Dyer's Deadliest Men. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, he does. Is he? Yeah, so he does. He's called Barrington. Ah, right. And he does. A, That's his first name. Yeah, that's I think, an I don't absolutely know. brilliant I'm name. Sure he's called Barrington. He's on. He's on. I'm sure, he's on Twitter. And he, there's definitely. So we'll not say anything about him. Um, no. But yeah, <laughs> well, no, I'm really in awe of his he's name. He's a boxer. I'm sure that he does boxing on the episode of uh, Danny's Deadliest Men, and he is hard as fuck. You I know what, if I had a kid, yeah. I want to call it oh, uh, Barrington. I think it's an excellent name. Sure Barrington sure Clark. First name. It could name. be a second name, but either way, it's a good name. I mean, you know, if I had a name like Barrington, I'd be kind of disappointed I got lumbered with that nickname. Like, he's, he comes, like when he does the... He's got a great name. Yeah, he comes across... Well, it's really actually really good. Yeah, it's quite interesting, the episode of, like, focused on him. I think it, mm. might, it might be the mm. first one. Because yeah, he goes... Right. He does, like... She does a it's ages since I watched him. He does like a box and come back or something, and obviously he's only got one eye, hence one eye bars. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I think he, I can't remember how he lost it, but he does like bouncer and daub and oh, stuff right, now, yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, watch that anyway, it's good. So I, I yeah, tell you seems what, like a decent fella ish. This and their the youth people, the Birmingham ones, you know, that made me think, I am so glad the Peaky Blinders didn't exist when this came yeah, out. Well, yeah. But imagine them now. I imagine oh, there's a Birmingham yeah. hooligans that have oh, yeah. that get up. Yeah. I mean, well, one of the kids in the youth has like one of the hats. Yeah, but he's, at least he's doing it before like it was like by spoiled, order of the like, Piggy Binders. You mean? Yeah, like oh, you know, I hate that, that program. Anyway. Oh, same. I can't stand it. And you know what? I think I think Zulus and all the stuff what they're about and all this like kind of racial integration and stuff that is actually really quite like cool. Like, they are yeah. probably the coolest firm in yeah. the whole thing. They've got a really good name, a really good reason the for the name. The war cry is quite... Yeah, it's intimidating it is, like, And the thing is, they're the worst football club. They are. <laughs> I hate Birmingham City. I do, and it's always awful to go there as well. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's a real... It's, it's a proper... It's a real edgy it's, place. It's really, shall we say, naughty. It is. <laughs> I went to a pub there with a few years and years ago. We went there. And uh, I kind of regretted it because you got you got talking to these people who, you know, you seen Deliverance. Yeah. One yeah. of them looked like the kid who plays the banjo in Deliverance, <laughs> and like you know when you're like, they're being nice, but I am kind of a bit I'm, worried yeah. here. This is a very much a home pub. It is. We're they, not handy people. I don't nah. think we should be here. Like anything around, but like obviously my, my wife's from Midlands and spent quite a lot of time in Birmingham and. 
like Digbeth is like you walk through Digbeth to get to get to the ground really if if you go from the the city centre. And Digbeth's uh-huh. great. Like Digbeth's like yeah. you just can't go there if if you're playing Birmingham because Yeah. <laughs> because mm. it's like you just I remember we played them I think it was a cup game during the night, we won three 0 And uh I remember like having to walk back to the city centre like and it was like, oh, no, I don't think, oh, I think I'll get a taxi. I'm not walking through. <laughs> I'm not walking no, through. No, yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's, well, they are, they're, they're the only place, well, Birmingham's a place where, like you say, you go there and you still feel on edge today. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I really it, like the city, Birmingham, I think it's Oh, great. yeah, the city's, yeah, the city's great. Both the football clubs are in really, I don't like where Villa is very uh, much either. Aston. I like the stadium, but I don't really like it around there. It's not there. It's not very nice. Shit. Mm. Oh, derelict, so there's some Burnley fans live there. <laughs> <laughs> but as you say, Craig, it is it is quite like, a, in a way, quite cool because as the same, they were brought together by the like the music at the time. And as, yeah, yeah, as a fellow yeah. John Heron says, it said, oh, it's music you could fight to. And I was like, what yeah. So like, the... That kind of like the specials and uh, the yeah. beat and stuff like that. And, and then, then doesn't the- uh, David George say like, "Oh yeah, like you, some of the dance moves, it's kind of like martial arts." So you yeah, bring they had the dance to the fight. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they talk about this song in the nineteen eighty two that I can't remember yeah, some US uh, thing. Yeah, it's African Bamberta Planet Rock. It was that called. was it. Yeah, yeah. Like all the stuff that in, I think these and uh, maybe like. You give like the ICF, like West Ham, yeah, Yid Army, because it's like got uh, the reason for the name. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, even if the Headhunters is quite the London ones have got pretty good names and stuff. I think, I think all the like Yorkshire ones yeah. and stuff have got really shit names. I think with this with this one as well, the pub he goes in, I'm sure it's the Irish Centre in in Digbeth. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Which is uh, another like sort of there's a big Irish population around there, and that's another sort of yeah. Where like again like includes different backgrounds, different. They talk about that, don't it's, they? It's great. It's 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 a it's a fantastic part of part of this like the city. Apart from when they yeah. it all. Uh, he was he says I think it's David George is talking about. He says it wasn't just us like black people or like any of the other sort of like racial minorities. It was the Irish as well because yeah. all that obviously you had the IRA, you had the troubles. Yeah. So you got this impression of Birmingham, like later when you say, I think Stokes got the red hat, you know, like the, they must have had a really complicated relationship with James McLean. Yeah, because yeah. they had the, the kind of red hand, like the kind of uh, the Northern Ireland thing going on. You get the impression Birmingham just was none of that kind of. No. I had a tour. This I actually did learn something about Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it will. It's always been that an enormous like melting pot of yeah. like. Um, all kind of like ways of life, and it's it, it, it's wait, well, it's quite like interesting how the firm represents that way. Did you you would assume you would have thought it'd just be like the archetypal like right wing yep. kind of like reacting to it, yeah. yeah. Whereas in actual reality, it's all of them kind of coming together. So it's in this quite a lot, maybe like, about the about the city then. Like, yeah, it's like a, no, that's something I feel like I would I would actually quite like to know more about. Yeah the history of that football club and that element of it that probably started in the late 70s or maybe mm-hmm. late 60s because I don't I really didn't know anything about this until this program mm. yeah uh, I've known like limited stuff about the zoo I think when when he does that um, episode with Barrington he, he touches on the Zulus but that's obviously as, probably as far as I've 
powers I've got. It is really interesting. It is actually genuinely really interesting. (laughs) This is all gone a bit serious now, but it's like... No, it is, because it it is quite an interesting thing to talk about, especially when you compare it to the next crew in store. Oh, fuck. Well... (laughs) As her, so as she makes you forget everything you've learned about Burnley. <laughs> yeah. Naughty 40. <laughs> fucking hell. God. Whereas, whereas we've gone from Birmingham where you can kind of understand the uh, the kind of ethos behind it and kind of like the meaning and the, the melting of cultures and all that. Then we're taken to the bright lights of Stoke-on-Trent. <laughs> to me, to me, the, the, <laughs> the naughty 40, which Danny Dyer describes yes. as, sounds like a porn mag. <laughs> <laughs> But then, my mum always said, don't judge a book by its cover. Oh, my God. So, right, I, 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 I love how he segues from a porn mag. Unless it's Pinter, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he segues from porn to his mum. I know. Thanks, <laughs> Danny. I will say this about Stoke, and we did. We just mentioned that about Birmingham, how I was like, you feel a bit on it. I've been in pubs, that little, whatever Stoke and Trent is, yeah. when you go to the train station, you go into the... Like, the pub. In, the the, no, no, no. It's if you go into the town, which uh, the coppers tell you not to. Yeah. Well, I don't even know. What, what is that? You know, you come around the corner from the train set. <sighs> I thought that was just Stoke. I don't know, but, well, Stoke, the city centre is, is Hanley, isn't it? Is it not? Well, I'm to- well this, that, essentially, right. anyway, this place mean, round... Though, it's it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> horrifying. Oh, there's so many good things that happen, though, when we meet them. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, I've been in a pub like that where you're chatting, chatting away thinking you're all right here, and then it's just like, it's sweet. It's... Fucking rough old place, yeah, not, Stoke. It's oh, sort yeah. of very much the place where it's Royston Vasey, isn't it? Really, you're not welcome there. Uh, I don't like it. Like, oh no! And if you're not but, from there, you, you should not be there. You're not welcome. Yeah. <sighs> well, as you said, we've gone from the uh, you know the mixture of all cultures in the Zoolish to all bald white men, <laughs> which is. Oh no, some of them have hair, to be fair, because one of them looks like Rod Stewart. <laughs> More <laughs> on him soon. Oh, it pan, pans around on one of them, and one of them's wearing like Oakley shades. <laughs> it's just. Oh, yes! Oh, my word, he looks absolutely <laughs> awful. That's the worst ever, though. Oh, I love these people. But we meet uh, Mark Chester, and what is the first thing that Danny Dyer asks Mark Chester? Yes! He, asks, he sits down in this pub and asks, so. Did we get the film spot on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mark Chester ain't very happy though, is he? <laughs> no, because he said they, ki- they did some Stoke fans in the film. It's like, it's yeah. not real, you it's fucking really. moron. It's them it's Stoke horrible fans that, that done us. Yeah, it's them Stoke fans that done us. Oh, dear. It I wonder if you, one of the... Mark. It was, it was them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. hope it was. Well, the the oh, thing is, God. this, this guy is like... People. This Mark Chester, he really like <laughs> he he like creeps me out a bit. I hate him because he keeps going on about like it's all about respect in the film. Yeah. It's about respect. You've got to keep in the rules. And there's a bit where one of them talks over him, and he stops the entire yeah, thing. It's like, yeah. know your place, son. Know your place. <laughs> it just, feels almost staged. It's yeah. awful. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but he, he keeps coming across like he's like some kind of deep thinker. And he said, it's actually just hooliganism. It's just like being in an extreme sports club. And oh, it's just, yeah. Just like, well, we're, uh, we're all addicts. It's just like, the fuck other, off. The other one yeah, who, you're not. You're just a dick. <laughs> his mate, who isn't one of the silent two, who we'll talk about more, I'm sure. Jed Forbes, or Forrest. Jed Forrest, sorry. Who likens... Uh, 
yeah. hooliganism to an adventure. Swashbucklers. Something about being like pirates. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Jed? Can I just see Jed Forrest looks like he's in the lightning seeds. Yes. <laughs> Good. Excellent. He looks like Bonehead. <laughs> Gone wrong. It does make you make you think as well. Like this is this is probably more again about the the lazy nature of this this documentary oh. series has been made. But really, it would have been more just to to do an episode on the Zulus and like the ICF and oh like, yeah, yeah. Hunters, rather than just do it and call it the Midlands. Like and go because and there's no losers. comparison between the 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 Birmingham Zulus to like these morons in Stoke. Like, they, yeah, they could have got, like, a people. lot more. Like, it was really good, the bit, obviously, we've said it, the, the stuff about the Zulus and the, the background and the culture of it. They could have got a lot more out of that if they'd, if they'd you know, if they'd, if they'd really thought about it rather than just going, oh, well, we've got to do far, everything. Yeah, it, it's not far from Stoke, so we're going to see these Neanderthals. It's just, like, they could have, yeah, oh. it's quite frustrating, well, actually. They, Manoid well, now. If you think, they look yeah, creepy it, as fuck. If you think people. about it, this this series could have been just spread like it could have been more in depth if they'd just taken one hooligan yeah, firm yeah, per yeah. episode. They didn't have to go into Stoke. No, I'd rather they didn't. Because there's so much it, like in this Midlands one, we there's meet tons. we meet. Hang on, one, two, three, four, six firms. Yeah, and, it's, and then there's like crossover firms, like collaboration albums. There's no need to go <laughs> to it's East like all sorts. Like, yeah, no. Oh, we, Why is not, police? Well, uh, speaking of that, we meet like he goes to Wolves for some reason, yeah. but he only meets one guy very quickly, yeah. and he and he's gone, and he says, "Oh, don't do it anymore." Gilly Shaw. Yeah, oh God, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm uh, not a fan of Gilly Shaw. I don't like him. Well, he's part of the Yamian army. He's he's a uh, the straight edge hooligan. With, uh, Wait a minute, we need we need to go back to Stoke for a minute and talk right, about okay. those two creeps in the shades. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to say. The, uh, the one of them goes just he he looks down the camera with his shades like we just don't like outsiders. <laughs> <laughs> that should be on the Stoke tourist board. It should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my it's true. God. But uh, uh, Danny's talking to Mark Chester and he's getting a bit cosy, right? He's almost got his arm round him, and he's just having a chat. And there's these two creeps with shades. One of them looks a bit like Rod Stewart, and the other one looks like just, just like another man. kind of person. Like, yeah, some freak who's, like, out of deliverance. And the camera, this guy doesn't say a single word. And the camera just pans and stops on him as he sits and looks at the other two have a conversation. People need to watch this episode just to see those two people. Like, he's <laughs> really creepy. Yeah. And then Straight Edge Hooligan comes on. Sorry, Tom, the segment. No, I've got to talk about these two people. It's just I'm on the Stoke one as well is where, like... <laughs> Like uh, Mark Chester makes out like the uh, being in a being a hooligan is like a way of life. Oh yeah, How, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The firm takes care of. Yeah. It's like oh, you wouldn't, you would, uh, you only book through one travel agent in Stoke oh, because that's, uh, yeah. because your mate owns it or something. Yeah, like, no, yeah. and it's like, no, mate. like I'm surprised what? we even leave Stoke. I know a travel agent to go to an away game. Just. Like, uh, uh, do we want, want to talk about when he comes back later as well now? And he's because uh, instead of talking about him at the end, uh, when he, he's at the Alsega Town and he's at Alsega Town oh, Ultras. Yeah. Oh God! Uh, I... I just think this guy just seems like a total loser. He is. No, he he thinks he's like the Godfather yeah. of Stoke. Yeah, well, like, he's welcome to. They, it, they, these like people are just standing <laughs> there doing their flares at Alsega Town, and you're like, oh, if, if anyone, lads. if anyone. 
didn't listen we a few weeks ago we did uh an away game special and we we picked our least fa- my least favorite away game is stoke and if you watch this yes. you can see why i hate stoke God, they're just not cool people. Like. But this is like entirely accurate representation of the people of Stoke. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's how, exactly how I feel yeah. when I go there. It's all, it, it's horrific. Stoke it's and Port Vale, by the way, because yeah. every time I've been on a way match to either of those places, those are the kind of people you meet. Yeah. It's just an yeah. awful, it's awful horrible. place. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, well. We see uh, old Gilly Shaw doesn't really get much of a look in, so we'll go on to the uh, the kind of the love tryst, which is uh, Nottingham Forest and Derby oh, County. Can I say which... one thing about Gilly Shaw, Tom? Yeah, go on. When he's got his newspaper clippings, because obviously, he's, like you say, he's packed it in and he's straight edge and all that. Why is there a newspaper feature on him where he's facing profile, big spread on him, <laughs> and underneath his picture is a picture of Diego Maradona? <laughs> <laughs> Why? What world are these two people... On the same page. I need to know more about that. Well. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. You can now Anyone move knows, on to the love tryst if you want. Tweet Craig and tell him. Uh, at Wiseman 6, at I don't have me on Twitter yeah. account. Oh, yeah, you know. I forgot. Pack that in. I forgot. You uh, are straight edge now. I am. <laughs> as we were saying before about... <laughs> Yeah, as we said about before about terrible names, Nottingham Forest have got pretty terrible <laughs> oh, names. Yeah. The Forest executive crew, which... I thought you were talking about Gilly Shaw when you talked about terrible names. <laughs> well, oh, that is, that is also yeah. a terrible name. Gilly. Yam Yam Army. I like the Yam Yam Army name, though. Well, that's, again, that's linked to... Like the culture. Like the Wolverhampton yeah, thing, mm. yeah. How they what were the Stoke ones called again? Uh, Naughty 40. Oh, yeah, they've had... Some... <laughs> Yam yam. What does yam, what does yam, 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 yam yam mean? Something I can't remember what it means. I could ask. Oh, I see. He mentions. I, could, but ask, I, didn't write I it down. could ask Becky what it means, but she's in the living room. Shall I ask her? <laughs> Why not? You ask her while we right. think about uh, Tomma from Derby's Lunatic Fringe and Boatsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These two. Uh, yeah, they got really bad na- Lunatic Fringe as well. These names are crap. There's no fork gone into that. It's the fringe part of it. Like, there's a yeah. that part of a wider, wider thing. Yeah, there's a, yeah. I'm not a fan of... Yeah. A but fan there's, of a, there's, a, there's a great bit in this where they say, because normally the two should be enemies because it's Forrest and Derby, but like Billy Bright and Fred from, from oh, Millwall, yeah. they're mates because yeah. they met... They met in prison, very much like Green Street 2, uh, where they had to... Unlike Green Street 2, Tom. They no, love each other, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's some there's some wonderful bits in this where oh, he's getting a, he's getting a tour around the city ground where boats he was just like yeah we just used to chuck people in the river <laughs> it's like I'm sorry but I'm struggling to believe this yeah oh yeah yeah like yeah he says there's a bit where one of them was running away and he threw himself in the river and you hear yeah. Boatsy say I know because I saw it from my own two eyes and it's like mate you're probably getting smashed in the face by a brick at that moment <laughs> There's another great bit coming up when he goes to Derby as well. Well, I was going to say, well, we've had a trip round the city ground and then uh, then Tomo <laughs> takes us down Derby, uh, the old baseball ground, oh, and to brilliant. Cambridge Street, the most dangerous street. <laughs> and the fact that they, they reconstruct it yes. and get oh, all the yes. old hooligans in, walking down that. Cambridge Street. That it's... reconstruction and how it says on the screen... Reconstruction <laughs> with shit fake CCTV stuff. 
I'd say this sums up the whole. This is the whole fucking program in a nutshell. <laughs> it's the fucking. It's so yeah. bad, man. It's reconstruction. I think it's, it's fantastic, really. But oh, while man. while the uh, the and also it's Where like be a. <laughs> But just a quick mention because I really wanted to get onto the the coup de gras of this episode, which is the uh, the hooligans' wives, because yeah. this is an amazing section. Uh, but a quick uh, quick word for the the Leicester um, oh. the Leicester baby squad. Yes. Again, oh my god, these these are a bunch of morons as well. I think, yeah, basically for me, the only well, the main interesting thing was because they've set this up as the race episode, then realised. That doesn't really come into it again after Birmingham. No. So we'll bring this chap in from Leicester, Suki, who looks like Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> 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 to talk a little bit about how, well, he gets racially abused a bit and then he puts people right because he's not actually from uh, Pakistan, he's from India. He talks a bit about how people from his community uh, look upon it and stuff because basically they had to do something else about race. So yeah. they bring yeah. him in. They said, "Oh, like, oh, we have a Sikh in our firm, and it, as it, this has seemed like a good integration thing." But then, like, the um, Suki just drops in that it took him five years to be accepted by yeah. these people. So he would have, I well, the undertone wow. of this is like he must have got some serious like racial flack yeah. For, oh, yeah. for trying to be one of the hooligans. And I so think it's not, they eventually just like accepted him as like yeah. I don't know, like, there's something, unlike the, the Zulu one, which is this, like, really interesting thing, you don't get the sense this is integrated in Leicester. You get the nah. sense that it's like, no, nah, this guy was, like you say, Tom, kind of pestering him. They probably bullied him and eventually kind of accepted him as a bit of a novelty or something. Yeah. And there's this really uncomfortable, it doesn't, it don't, it just doesn't feel right. Like, no, there, it, there's something not right about this, I don't think. It's not like, and also, it just seems it's it's one of him. There's only one person, That's it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. you know, the only other mention you get of another Asian guy is when he gets off a train somewhere, and the Asian guy from their firm starts hitting him. Yeah, and I can't remember which team it is. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's not like the Zulus where it seems everything seems to be integrated. It just seems no, like not at all. it seems to be this like token kind of yeah. thing it's like yeah bear, bear in mind it, yeah, yeah we do yeah. we sh- should mention that tomo is black in the derby oh, yeah, that's true. tomo is black so Sorry, that's is... right and race isn't really mentioned in that one yeah which is interesting uh, but he's a top boy as well so maybe they had a bit of a thing in derby where it's more like it was in uh in birmingham yeah well also the uh danny is absolutely amazed by the uh the leicester baby squad's name Oh yeah, he it, loves it, doesn't he? Oh my god! It it just like how it's just like oh, I thought like when you said baby squad, it was like and then you you lot turn up. It's just like <laughs> what were you expect? Is, has, have you just like discovered you were doing this documentary like five minutes ago? <laughs> yes, he has. <laughs> yeah, he probably. Has. When he, he what does he say? He says, "Oh yeah, you don't think uh, you don't think their main activity is going to be child's play? Know what I mean?" <laughs> yeah, and then what? They one of their guys just just in case you're still not sure. Uh, he clears things up for us by saying, "Cause we ain't babies, are we?" So I'll no, thank you for not. that. Quite clearly, you are adult men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like I said, the, the coup de gras of this episode is uh, really when it Can gets I also on. Just to mention one other thing, Tom was the nickname, and I have no idea because I've written this down. I've just written it on its own, and all it is is Colville Daz. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just thought he sounded like a top guy. Well, speaking anyway. of that, Yam Yam, by the way, is just based on the dialect. But uh, it means something, it's, doesn't it's it? Like, it's like I am, I am. I think it's sort of that like, was it, right? All right. Yeah, right. so you'd say like you, ah, it's basically yeah. saying like you are, like you am. Ah. Uh, Got it. So it's all dialect based. There. It's what you call people, than people than from the, the black, people from the black country. It would be classed as yam yams. Well, that's good because you know what that is. It's better than Baby Squad, which was well, when we yeah. were young back in the eighties, weren't we? Baby Squad, great is, reasoning, yeah, lads. Terrible. Excellent. Yeah, they're all like now disgusting men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the Baby anyway, Squad is the also wives. A, the wives. Yes, because Danny Dyer gets onto the. <laughs> they start talking about the uh, the lives outside of this, and Boatsy. Um, describes that he went out with a solicitor for six months, of which Danny retur- returns <laughs> with, yeah, women like a bit of rough, don't they? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know all this made me think of? Oh, incredible. I, I was wrong about, uh, yeah, what's he called? Um, Rod King. Rod King, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, so, Rod King was accurate. Because then there's the, he meets the, the wives of the hooligans, um, and they oh, just God. seem to be like completely cool with it all. Yeah, well, they love like, it, in fact, they actually are into it. They're into the power thing. Oh yeah, everyone knows them in the pubs. Yeah, well, and it's yes, yes, claim but... fame, <laughs> One of them says, "Like, oh, I feel like it, it, sometimes you feel like a celebrity." It's like everyone what? knows it. Yeah, yeah. It's just so when can you remember one of the earlier episodes in the previous three? Someone says something about a being a bit bling bling or something, and a bit yeah. like. Glitz and glamour, and the girls love it and stuff. And he was, was it that? Um, that was the airbag from Millwall, wasn't it? <laughs> 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 Forgot about Apparently, that. he wasn't lying because these women fucking love it. Yeah. Well, they say he said it's like being famous. It's a bit of security, and it's like, and then she goes, um, "Oh, the I assume this is one of the producers like, oh, what happens if you know he gets any trouble? It's like, well, I know he's got his head screwed on." Like, he hasn't. No, they bloody haven't. No, you have no, literally spent an hour explaining why he hasn't got his head screwed on. <laughs> he hasn't got his head screwed on. And all these all these men, it shows all like the holiday pictures. They all yeah. look like an- they look like angry eggs. Yeah. Just like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What I love about this is it's like they describe the whole thing as being like a family, right? Yeah. And uh, these women are part of the family. And one of them uh, is called Scott Dinsdale, and he's like yeah, I couldn't go to my dad's funeral because I was inside. And the letters of support I got and people, you know, coming coming through for me during this time. And you think, oh, that's all quite nice, except you wouldn't have been in prison if you weren't at the football yes, kicking yeah. the fuck out yeah. of people. Yeah. So this family's actually meant you couldn't go to your dad's funeral, mate. Yeah, and there's also quite, uh, I don't know, I don't know about you, but I felt I found this bit really depressing at the end. Oh, yeah. There's like a father, the father-son... Um, <sighs> Hmm. Both from the, from the Leicester thing. By the way, the uh, the dad had a great look of wearing like astroturf trainers, jeans, <laughs> oh, yes. and then half a shirt oh, tucked in. Tucked in, yeah, yeah. I was well, like, good I, luck, I, this. But he, and then his really, kids, yeah, yeah, his kids like, Ugh. he goes, it, oh, would you like him to get into the firm? He's like, well, if I was a proper dad, I'd oh. say no. I was like, oh my god. What do you mean if I was a proper dad? Yeah, it's just, grim, that, isn't it? Really. And then his like, son's like, oh yeah. I, 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 if I had a son, I'd want him to be top boy in Leicester. Yeah. And it's, <sighs> and it's, what a depressing thought. Oh, my other favourite bit about what his dad says, well, I'd rather he was doing this than being a happy slapper. It's yeah. actually the same that, thing, mate. That was very 2006, that. Yeah, yeah. Or a heroin <laughs> addict, fair yeah. enough, that is worse. <laughs> yeah, <but. laughs> 
Oh, God. Wait, sorry. There are other options, though, uh, hooligan dad. He can be something other than a happy slapper <laughs> or a heroin addict. There's, there's the, yeah, you only get three choices in life. Heroin, happy slapping, or hooligan. Take the your three pick. H's. Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the... Re- True story, the real name, the Triple H in the wrestling was really named after those three things. <laughs> right, has anyone got any more on the, uh, nah, on the Midlands before we, uh, we Probably head... Probably the jet off. We head, well, jet off is very profound because in the final part of this, we wrap up uh, Danny Dyer's Football Factories with uh, a trip abroad. <laughs> Welcome back to the final part of uh, <laughs> our deep dive into um, D- Danny Dyer's Real Football Factories. And now Danny's been all around the um, the country meeting all the wonderful characters of the um, the hooligan scene in England. And now he's doing the big one of going with England away. Uh, and yeah. essentially this is just like kind of following like the England, the England national football team. And to be honest, it's a bit of like... They kind of Shite. phone this in, really. And there's some good... I mean, there's a little yeah. bit that are worth seeing, like, uh, you know, Stephen in particular would enjoy seeing lots <laughs> of men throwing patio furniture in Marseille. Yeah. If <laughs> well, if he eight. wants footage of himself, um, I mean, there's the good bit where they've got the, t- the talking head guy who's a kind of like... He looks like he, he hasn't washed his hair for quite some time. He looks like uh, Charles Manson. <laughs> 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 he looks like Charles Manson. <laughs> Well, he, he comes out with some good stuff, such as because um, he's a, somehow he's segued from hooliganism to taking photos in war zones. And is it is it like working in a war zone? Quite similar. <laughs> really? Yeah, of course. No, it's <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, my thoughts exactly. Uh, I don't know if anyone else had any particular favourite quotes. Uh, well, these parts of the, well, the entire build-up of this, where it's just doing the history of it, where like England fans would go to like Luxembourg and trash the oh, shit yeah, out yeah. of it, but it just keeps going through of all these places where they've been like trashed, yeah. and it's like, and then it's like, maybe the Russians had a point in 2016. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really horrible. It made me feel like if I like, there's a one of them where I think it's Marseille. This guy. Goes up from Nice for the game. He's on a camping holiday. Ends Yo, up getting caught up in a melee yeah. and yeah. then stuck in this a bloody awful prison. And you're thinking, Christ, I'm glad I wasn't loses in any of his, this. Loses his job and everything when he gets yeah, back. To it's really, yeah, really. It, it's like the whole thing. There's like the undertone of, well, we gave the world football and we also gave them football hooliganism. Yes, yes. It's our it's most famous so export. It's just pathetic, really. <laughs> there's, there's a my, one of my favourite lines in it is. Um, is uh, Jason Mariner from uh, the first episode. Oh, yeah. He's back. And uh, he was saying what, like, uh, the England, why people went to follow England. And he said, because um, it was full of like-minded <laughs> people who you get on, <laughs> who, who we are, sorry, like-minded people who you get on well with. And it's <laughs> this is done over footage of someone giving a Zeke Kyle salute yeah. in a cafe. <laughs> <laughs> that is just oh, absolutely incredible. No. Oh, I mean, because you get all these talking heads where they've obviously met him, and uh, some of them actually go back to the scenes of the crimes and stuff. Uh, for, for example, Gary Boaty Clark. Yeah, Boaty. He, he says, uh, Danny says, uh, I think it's Danny who says of him, he's got more stamps in his passport than Michael Palin. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, Danny walks edgily around for no reason because none of these things that he's talking about are happening right now <laughs> it's in like, in like in the empty streets of Cologne <laughs> yeah, just like... well Cologne 
we'll get on to that because it's well, the he, PS he goes, the resistance he got, <laughs> these are also they bring back our good friend Gilly Shaw who gives us a rundown of all <laughs> the uh, European hooligans and uh, so just in, oh, no, so impressed, is in no particular order the Dutch are nothing Germans overrated Italian mm. ultras loads of load of bollocks but the Poles crackers <laughs> So he quite, he quite likes the poles. I would say Gilly Shaw's the most boring man on this programme. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's, well, just he's, a, he's the one that's featured the least in the yeah. series, and they've got him to do the rundown of if the top of the pops. They should have got, oh. the, got the Burnley lad in. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He's never been he, abroad. Ooh, no, is because a, he's not a, a really good bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a really good bit in this one uh, where there's a Geordie nonce in a shopping <laughs> centre who gets asked the question, what were we supposed to do? And then yeah. it cuts to this awful uh, MP uh, from the Thatcher government. Oof. He's just this horrible little, like, uh, like he'd fit in well in the current mob, wouldn't he, in Parliament, to use a Danny Dyer phrase. Like, he's yeah. horrible. What's yeah. he called? Um, He's called name. Colin Monion or something. Mm. Didn't like him. He's the one who said, uh, "Well, I would say animals, but animals don't behave like yeah, that." And he's just like, yeah. oh. "Oh, that's correct." Yeah, he's horrible. Him. See, the thing is with this, uh, it, it goes through like Dusseldorf '88, where it's like, uh, where it's like England and German fans started fighting, blah blah blah, and then it's like, oh, in in 1996, this was after the riots of. Uh, What's it? Lansdowne Road. In 1996, it was, you know, the good-natured England, the good side of England, cut to a massive riot in Trafalgar Square. <laughs> and yeah, lost. that was great. <laughs> Love that. And it's to say, like, they say about France 98, again, oh, we, again, again, we went in with, like, a bit more positive attitude. Massive riots. Yeah. It just... Yeah. And it, the, the, cool. thing was, the thing that was kind of annoying me, when it was just, it kind of portrayed these, like, the English as, like, oh, we were just, like put upon it was actually all the germans and the dutch doing all this it's like no because you've just said you, you tore up luxembourg it, yeah. for no reason and just like, <laughs> like battering policemen for no reason and it's kind of like you can kind of understand why it's not right what the police do but you can kind of understand why they were a bit heavy-handed <laughs> look right so we're just going to get in first before they start doing this well yeah exactly even in the relatively good-natured euro 96 that you mentioned tom there was when the rioting kicks off in Trafalgar. This is the kind of why probably other police forces are thinking, right? We're going to have to deal with these yeah. Yeah. because a car was seized. A car was seized by mobs at Trafalgar because it was German. Yeah, there was like a family in it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? It's, it's like there's a bit where they said in Euro 2000 where like because it was hosted by oh, yeah. Holland and Belgium so Belgian police their idea was spray everyone with the water yeah. cannon whereas <laughs> the Dutch were like oh we'll just do it essentially how they do it now yeah. uh, just, they go around pubs and kind of mingle but it's like yeah. that Dutch technique could have not worked yeah. that easily couldn't have worked yeah. I love the Dutch man this like I know it's kind of like a cliche because of like um the kind of like obviously like illegal weed and all that kind of shit but they're just so like liberal and like laid back and they're just like yeah let's have a chat with them and they'll be fine and they were yeah. <laughs> like it worked just pin everything on it just being all right and it's like <laughs> oh it was 
So, oh, right, great. It's just, it's just great, yeah. though. In Antwerp, they just let this, like, looks like a tank just <laughs> yeah. spraying everyone. And you're like, what the fuck's going on in, in like, yeah, in Belgium? And then just over the road there, yeah, yeah we'll just light a spliff up for you, lads, or whatever, you know, just join us. It just, it's yeah. great. And then, uh, well, Grant Fleming was put off by the... Uh, he stopped being a hooligan, uh, hooligan after all the, you know, all the Nazism that <laughs> crept didn't in. Like, didn't like that. No, but obviously we we touch on the banning orders, which is like seen as like yep. a death penalty when Danny Dyer yeah. talks about it. But then, but then, what a way to round off this uh, oh, best, this entire series is Danny Dyer meeting a uh, a local <laughs> a local firm, the Cologne Ultras, which it says everything about this film that they couldn't even research the fucking name of it. <laughs> just Amazing. like, why don't they have a name? I mean, there are so many great lines. I've just written a bunch of quotes down. Uh, like you say, Tom, I mean, I'll just jump in with this one because first, you might have some of these down, but he doesn't know the name, but they're a proper outfit. <laughs> uh, I'm now in Germany, heading to their, what have I got? Heading their boozer, a little firm with me. I've told the treacle with us to wear <laughs> trainers, but <laughs> not high heels. Once again, we're in unknown territory. I don't know if you've got any more for any more on the quote front, but they were some of my personal initials. The treacle, the, treacle, the use of the word treacle again, man. Oh, you, wouldn't, all... you wouldn't do that now. You couldn't do that. Like, no, you could, so. you, you could It's not. really horrible. But also, it's a bit where it's like, I don't know anything about them. So it's like, so no difference to what anything else that's <laughs> happened before. Yeah, you're just not on British soil. You're on German soil. Yeah. Other than that, exactly the same. The interaction with, like, the interaction between him and these German fans oh, is absolutely in incredible. It's like he goes, talk about when he walks in the pub. He goes into this tiny, it's, it's a little pub in Cologne where they're all do, and they're all singing like songs in German. Like Deutschland, Deutschland, yeah. or whatever. And then he just like, <laughs> and he keeps going, Cologne, Dingaland, like <laughs> looking at the camera over his shoulder. <laughs> Just like mumbling it. Yeah. Do you reckon uh, the, the uh, do you reckon what do you reckon the treacles reaction to that was? Oh for my. fuck's I can, sake, Danny, I, I didn't only, wear my high heels because of this. I can only imagine the amount of eye rolling she did in oh, this God. in this like, series. When when he was making that line about told her not to wear her high heels, did she not do you think she just turned around and went, Danny, you fucking misogynist prick? <laughs> like, why would I walk around the streets of Cologne in high heels through the day when we're doing like a piece of work and yeah. like like oh god like it's it's like who is this guy he's just this little twerp i hope he bashed her hope she bashed him so he ba- not the other way around <laughs> oh, I hope no. That didn't happen. oh no oh, oh no she did i hope she hit him with a stiletto i hope she like literally went yeah fuck off <laughs> she went trainers uh, yeah, because she had the stilettos in her hand. Ah, right, okay. I only mentioned getting hit by a stiletto. That once happened to me in Sunderland on a night out. Oh, the, no. <laughs> they, met, uh, they meet uh, Martin Beckham, which I thought was a, a <laughs> fake great. name. Because, but he just keeps asking him, he's like, oh, is it kick off? Is it going to... Because this was filmed about... Oh, this was released yeah. like a month before the World Cup in Germany. Yeah, yeah. And he's going, so is this going... So do you reckon it's going to like kick off in Germany? It's like... <laughs> he just went, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, probably not. He's like the most sensible one in the whole thing. <laughs> oh, oh, the bit the bit where he's... So he leaves the firm, but he's oh. stood across the road yeah. singing, I'm forever blowing yeah. bubbles. Oh. And, and then he, like, the end of Green Street, isn't yes. it? Yes! <laughs> I'm running into him! 
<laughs> just just incredible. I was howling the laughter <laughs> watching that. I was like, you have literally banged on about how nervous you are in all these circumstances. <laughs> and like, these are clearly the nicest people you've met, by the way. Yeah. They just yeah. seem like a decent bunch. Yeah. yeah like, they seem all right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then he gets shown that video of them all oh, fighting yeah. in a wood. That is mental, <laughs> that mind. I mean, well, that's... Uh... That's always been a thing, that, but it's... But that's not, that's not necessarily, though. like, anything to do with hooliganism. It's just blokes, like... No, it's just you, blokes who want to scrap. <laughs> yeah. But then, so... I mean, before we get right to the end, has anything, anyone got anything else that... Uh, oh, he got, when he goes in the wood, he said, Oh, I need to... Oh, yeah! <laughs> I need to leave here, because I'm scared a German's going to jump out of a tree and strangle me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why Why have you gone to the woods? Why did he get... Why did he go... Why have you gone there? They're not there fighting now, you divvy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he goes to a game and sees no bother at yeah. all. Oh, yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? Yeah, it describes the Cologne Stadium of look as looking like Battersea Power Stadium. Yeah. But if- England are going to be playing there, and there's these big white poles in the corner of the stadium, which he says are going to ignite into the sky <laughs> when England are there. <laughs> Danny, you are mental, mate. <laughs> two two against clue. Sweden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, the the weirdest part of this is oh, like the ending. Yes, it is. Be- because he sits with a uh, while uh, Stone Roses. This is the one he's playing in the background. He's uh, he's sat in a square in Cologne, and he's going, and then he's imploring everyone to not kick yeah. off at football. Yeah. And it's, oh yeah. Uh, it's like I've sat through like nearly six hours of you saying to kick off at football and yeah, how great you it is. It. You're loving it. And now he's like, maybe we've left all that behind us. So when you go to Germany, just behave yourself. I was like, what? Because I, really oh, no. I really think we've got a chance and it would be awful if we got kicked out. It's, it's just baffling. Absolutely and then he finishes baffling. on the worst line of all time, come on, the England. Oh, Can't God. even get come on England right. Oh, God. You little buffoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, so there ends Danny Dyer's Real football factories, and what an education this has been. Uh, I'd, I've I'd, loved every second. I'd say uh, my particular favourite is your, <laughs> your man from Burnley. He was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was terrifying, man. Uh, Andy Porter, where are you? Pete, so pouring one out for big Andy Porter well, in Burnley and the, I, I and the also, Suicide Squad. I enjoyed Danny in the first few episodes trying to buy clothes. Yes, that uh, was, yeah. Yeah. I like how that yeah. theme ended. As well, yeah. It, just, it was there, then it wasn't. Yeah, it's just sort of like, am I going to take this with me? But yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah, of course you are, mate. Shot. You bought it. <laughs> no, uh, another shout out to uh, Andy Colvin, undercover journo, who took on the Aberdeen. My favourite one was the Scotland episode because it had the best array of characters. Oh, I think my you... I think my favourite episode was the Northwest with the Burnley, but the Man United just lunatic <laughs> that was like following Man <laughs> yeah. United. <laughs> I also like thingy beef. Yeah. I was a big fan of beef. Great name, Eddie Beef. I think Eddie Beef. Yeah, I think Eddie my favourite favourite firm is the Zulus. Yeah, because they got yeah. the best like backstory and stuff like that. And uh, they they're pretty cool. Uh, I don't like any of the names in the in the uh, Yorkshire ones except for the ointment. Uh, no, I'd I'd give that the best name. I think yeah, I'd, ointment's yeah. pretty cool. They can have the best name. Yeah. Uh, um, I think Andy Colvin is man of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say him or uh, 
Dan Rivers just for his flowing yeah, ginger locks. I just, love Dan Rivers as just well. Just an absolutely wonderful man with the Dan weird Rivers, accent. Uh, Dan Rivers just seemed like a man out of place. Like he got into this for the right reasons. I don't know what the right reasons are, but they, they're what he got into it for. The ethical reasons. Yeah, he thought, you know, I'm going to learn something by being a hooligan. And he did. <laughs> he learned that uh, petrol bombs might be thrown on Princess Street. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they're bad. <laughs> they're and bad. that's not good. I think, yeah. I think there was look- more petrol bombs in one of these as well in Yorkshire, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we the were talking about like, yeah, yeah, they didn't like the petrol bombs. He wasn't no. into that. That weird guy didn't like them. A, a big shout out for the Chuckle Brothers in the Shades in Stoke oh, who don't yeah. say a word. Yeah. Just sit there quietly I between think look, I the think pirate and Right Said Fred. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think Loki's mm-hmm. uh, hardest man is the Everton bloke. Yes. No, I think that an absolute lunatic in Hibs with a punch bag who died yeah, in real but life. Well, he is, yeah. But I think, like, Loki, I think the Everton Everton's bloke pretty, is hard pretty hard. Nails, yeah. I think Stoke would do the weirdest things to you. Yeah. They don't <laughs> just fight you in the street. They capture you, and, uh, yeah. Things happen. I think unspeakable put, things. You know, in like the Dark Knight Rises, when they have that like weird kangaroo court. I think that's yeah. what you'd be brought before Mark Chester, <laughs> and you, you had um, you'd have like death or exile, and exile oh was just like God. wandering through the counties that make up Stoke, and oh. then uh, yeah. Well, so, and I think the punishment would be something very old school. Yeah, it like would a, involve you being a lashing. Yeah. <laughs> Torture racks, the stocks outside the Britannia, but you don't get tomatoes thrown off you. You get bricks thrown off your face. Oh, uh, be, uh, uh, I think the hardest blow in this was Trevor Tanner at Tottenham. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> Jesus, he, he was Christ. a bona fide lunatic. <laughs> yeah, I was genuinely scared of him. Um, but also, thank you very much to Dan- Daniel Dyer for just a wonderful like insight into all these these people and just launching um, a fruitful career that's landed him at EastEnders. He's come a long way from those uh, stuff with Pinter. Yeah, he's, he's, he's <laughs> uh, done Pinter. He's so, done a bit uh, of Pinter. Pinter, as well, if you read Danny's autobiography, what you'll find out is on the first page... Back in 2000, and he, he, I think the book was written around this time, he talks about how Harold Pinter actually sought him out for this role. That's page one. <laughs> page one. In fact, shall we finish on a reading? Because I've got the book to hand. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, ed- Sorry, we'll end on a reading piece. I'll, uh, I'll just grab the book. I'll give you a little bit of a reading of the opening of this book, which I haven't read yet, but maybe I should. I've read it. It's um, great. It's called Straight Up. The first chapter is called Champagne Supernova. Yeah, and so... We'll just, yeah, to end on this, uh, Craig Clark reads the opening chapter of <laughs> Danny, Danny Dyer's, what's it called? The straight book? Up. Danny Dyer's Straight Up. Right. Take it away. So what, champagne soup and over. One of the most miserable times of my life was in the summer of 2000. I was just 23 years old and I moved into an old Gallagher's old gaff, soup and over heights, with a girlfriend who was worth millions and he was killing me with her non-stop party lifestyle. She bought the place <laughs> and had it redecorated in an amazing style. I bet it was floor-to-ceiling fish tank separated two rooms. I was right. An incredible kitchen <laughs> stocked with all the beer you could drink and a chill-out area in the basement with a massive TV and fuck-off sound system. <laughs> in the evenings, I'd jump into a brand-new Range Rover and drive to a play that I was in, in the, at the National Theatre. <laughs> 
the top playhouse in the country. It was a role other actors would have cut their bollocks off to get, and I've been put into it at the personal insistence of the bloke who wrote it, Harold Pinter, the greatest playwright of the age. I was getting rave reviews for my performance and pats on the back from everyone who came to see it. <laughs> That's all I'm reading. I kind of take it beyond Pinter. And that, and uh, thanks for listening to this Wise Men Say AV Club. Uh, stay indoors. <laughs> Keep washing your hands. Fuck the mags. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 